0: Stand by for action. Every show we drop the needle on the tracks that were part of the mixed tapes and mixtapes of my 80s and 90s. Tunes that followed me on the train in the morning, on the way to my adventures on the weekend, and all the times in between. Please join me as I share a track from the record box, What I Remember a little bit of history, and a hell of a lot of nostalgia. I'm Michael, and please join me as we get Lost in 12 Inches. And drop. There will be samples here. I just thought I'd let you know. When this track hit in late 1987, it was an instant hit. It was one of the first big UK produced house tracks, a true milestone in sampling. Created as an uneasy collaboration between electronic band Colorbox and alt-rockers A.R. Kane, label mates on the independent label 4AD. There is so much to unpack on this song. Studio squabbles, legal wrangling, arguments between labels, and the sheer number of samples used to create it, that I can't really do the entire story of this song justice in its runtime. There is a very detailed article on Wikipedia that I recommend that you check out to get the full story. It was originally released to DJs as an untitled white label in July 1987. Pump up the volume proved to be very popular prompting 4AD to release the track in August of that year, and it entered the charts at number 35. The remix, which is what I'm rambling over now, was released a week later and proved to be the more popular version. And it was this that was used as the basis of the 7-inch release and the eventual music video. Pump Up The Volume was a true international hit, charting across the globe Hitting number one in several countries, including the UK, where it entered the charts in September, spending two weeks at number one and 18 weeks in the top 100. In Australia, it hit number six. When I hear this track, it reminds me of a very early mixtape that my mate Ian had produced. He was a budding DJ and had been given access to some decks, and this taste was one of his very early efforts. And that tape pretty much lived in my Walkman in 1988. It became the soundtrack of my Sunday treks over to Bronte, over to, Bronte to visit the borders of St. Catharines. This story began when us Ellos boys received an invitation to a dance at Cats in early 1988. For us North Shore boys, a dance at an Eastern Suburbs girls' School was unheard of. So when the invitation was given, we jumped at the opportunity. I remember heading over to Bronte with Dick, Paul, Ronnie, Luke and Jez. Stopping in on a pub on the way, we had a couple of schooners of Dutch courage before what would be one of the greatest school dances that I had ever been to. The hall was decorated with hay bales and bunting with a professional DJ from the freezer no less. And these huge video screens. I'd never seen anything like this at a school dance before. It was a night that I will never forget, and it was the night that I began some friendships that endure to this day. Mia, Sonia, Carol, Bell, Amanda, Joe and Caitlin became my core group of girlfriends for the rest of the 80s and into the early 90s. There were nights out for Persian food and pub crawls in Surrey Hills. We had Saturday soirees in houses dotted around the eastern suburbs in North Shore. These get- get-togethers were not your typical high school parties. The nights were spent listening to Bowie, the Beatles and whatever was new from the UK. Food was cooked and eaten and there were lots of deep and meaningful conversations that we had as this room filled with the smoke from clove cigarettes we thought we were as grown up as a group of teenagers could be. After a rather eventful night in Brisbane where I bumped into Jez and Luke, we met Sonia, Bell and Caitlin for a day at Expo. Spending a beer garden drinking Jock, jugs of Foster's Lager, then heading into the city for Baskin Robbins ice cream and more beer before I had to fly back to Sydney. It was the Friday night they came to see me in the school musical and afterwards we drank elephant beer by the harbour. We had several trips up to the Central Coast. One Sunday for a family barbecue at my sister's when my parents had told me that I could bring up my friends, bring up some friends. They were my first choice. And there was a memorable night at Carol's house in Gosford where I'd put my back out, but that didn't stop us staying up late that spring evening. I can still remember Carol's mum's Violet Crumble ice cream that topped off dinner that night. There were relationships, breakups, scandals, the sort of drama that consumes the lives of young people, the long weeknight phone calls from the borders, the receiver being passed around, making sure that everyone got to say hello, and handwritten letters that were exchanged through the mail, full of news and feelings. As we moved from 1988 to '89, there were new, there were more school dances, and new relationships were formed and I continued to make the trip over the Bronte through to 1990. And when Carol heard that Kat and Jen were looking for a guy to move in, I was the first one that came to mind. And that's how I moved into Abercrombie Street. Now, I used to carry a picture of these girls around in my wallet. That's how fond of them I was. You know, I wish I still had that picture today. So, every week I ask the question, would pump up the volume, make it into my monthly playlist if Spotify's algorithm presented it to me today? Well, yeah, I think it would. It's a great tune. And yeah, I think it really would. I I enjoy it. And now we are at the end of another nostalgia trip. If you've enjoyed listening to me ramble on, please subscribe to get notified when I release new episodes. I'm on all the socials, so check me out there. Thanks for listening to Lost in 12 Inches. I'm Michael, and as I always say, testicles.